SEC Student Ministries Parent Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> I don't even know. He always laughs like that. So uh, you just, random. you make me giggle. It's the smile. Jeremy. It is. So it I'm is. Jeremy, and this is John with me. And today we're talking about having a great date night. Not with each other, <laughs> but with your kid. And so one of the biggest factors to your teenager becoming a healthy adult is to have a healthy relationship with your parents. And so for as much as it seems like your teenager doesn't want you around, doesn't want to listen to you, you really are still the biggest influence in their life. And so we need to be intentional about investing time and energy into being fully present with kids. And so that's why you should have a regular date night with your kids. Not with me, not with John, not even with your spouse. Well, you probably should do it with your spouse (laughs) if you have a spouse. But definitely try to add in regular date nights with your kids. Um, No matter how old they are, they need one-on-one time with you. And so uh, from an article over on Homeward.com, we want to talk about five tips for having that great date night with your kids. And so, um, John, why don't you share uh, the first idea, it's called choose something they want to do. And why don't you expand on that a little? Yeah. Uh, parents, as we're talking about, you need a date night with your kid. Obviously, that means you're going to go do something together. And uh, sometimes as parents, when we go, hey, I want to spend time with my kid, what we end up doing is we end up picking, some, picking something that we want to do or something we want our kids to want to do. Um, but listen, if your son or daughter isn't interested in that thing, they're not going to be engaged in that night. Like, mm-hmm. if you pick something that you want to do, um, what's going to happen is you're going to end up doing that thing by yourself, <laughs> right? And so you need to think of, uh, of who your kid is. Talk to a dad um, last year who, man, this dad's into hunting and outdoors, and his son is not at all. And, and so the dad kept getting frustrated. Why doesn't my son want to go do these things with me? And, and I just asked him, how come you don't want to go do the, do the things your son wants to do with him? And there was this moment of, uh, I've missed it. And so parents, if we want to create a culture of, of a date night, really it's just time together, we need to start by picking the things that your kid wants to do. So the start then is, do you know the things that your kids want to do? And are you willing to set aside your kind of preferences and time to engage in those things? So, so that would be the first thing that, that I think is key, Jeremy, that if we miss this as parents, none of the other stuff is even going to really matter. Yep, that's a very good point. So you want to choose something that they want to do. The second idea is to communicate. And so how do you engage your son or daughter in conversation during this date night? Yeah. So you pick the thing that they want to do, whatever that is, you know, whether that's you're, if they're younger and they're going to a park or, you know, they get a little older, you're going out to eat or you're going to go, go to a movie. I mean, wh- wherever you choose, whatever thing you're going to go do, you need to communicate to them. Now, here's what that means. This isn't the time that I finally got you by by, by yourself. Let me just... Tell you all the reasons that I'm just struggling with you lately. Let, let me like click into parent lecture mode. I, maybe parents, you don't do that. I don't know. Sometimes I can do that. No, the goal is you actually want to talk with your student. And so um, ask your kid lots of lots of questions and make them really open-ended questions. We've talked a lot about this uh, here before. Um, you know, my, my young daughter, Amelia, uh, I can ask her any questions. She'll just roll for like 30 minutes. Um, my older daughter, I can't just be like, hey, how was school? Because the answer is, well, fine. So I have to say, hey, tell me the best part about school today. Well, that, it's the same question, but it's worded differently, and it opens up communication. So the goal is not to necessarily do something together. The goal is to connect with our kids. So choose the place, and then look for ways to ask really good questions so you can communicate with your kid as you're out doing that thing. Definitely. And so that one, communicating well, leads right into number three, which is listen. 
And so for some people, that's a very easy word to listen to. Uh, for some people, that's a very hard action to do. And so if you're, you're communicating well and you're asking good open-ended questions, that leads to you listening. And so how do you do that well if you're a parent? Yeah, I'll be honest. This is one I struggle with um, because my tendency is if I'm asking good questions, that means I'm hearing things either I didn't know or I'm hearing things they're doing and, and I want to use those as teaching moments. And it's not wrong to do teaching most, but in terms of date night, I want this to be a time where we're just connecting. And so um, listening, what that means is I'm listening just to be able to hear where they are and enter another world. That means the things that I want to say and the, oh, wait, did you think or did you do or should you? I put all those things aside. See, as a parent, when you demonstrate that all I want to do is listen. All I want to do is get to know you. All I want to do is is hear how your heart is. What you're doing is you're demonstrating a value to your kids. Right? You're showing empathy. You're showing that you actually care. You don't care just so that you can correct. And so uh, parents, ask good questions and then just listen. And don't correct many. If you need to like take notes somewhere else so you can correct later, fine. But in the moment of a date night, just listen well. Um, and maybe like me, that'll be a struggle. Uh, so pursue some progress like we've been talking about all mm-hmm. year. For me, this scenario for my date nights with my kid, I'm pursuing progress this year. I'm learning to listen better. Yeah, definitely. So uh, just to recap real quick, we're about halfway through these five tips from Homeward. And let's choose something they want to do, not so much that you want to do. Find out what they want to do. Communicate well. And then listen well. And the fourth one is to display affection. Um, and so that may sound strange. Um, and even though they're teenagers and they're in the process of becoming adults and separating from their parents and becoming independent, they still need your affection. So how do you, how do you do that on date night with your kid? Yeah, I think one of the keys is knowing that, um, affection is key. And so before we can even go, Hey, so just do it. We need to know as parents, um, displaying affection and physical affection to your kids is such a key uh, thing. In fact, um, here's what I mean. And this isn't like a Christian thing. This isn't a, if you love Jesus, just studies show again and again and again and again. Sexual promiscuity among teenage girls can often be traced back to a desire or, or uh, a lack of affection from their fathers. So dads, we need to be shown affection to our kids. Now, so what do you do? Um, guys and girls in different ages they receive affection very differently. Um, here's the nice thing: if you have a if you have a boy, um, if you have a boy, here's the affection your boy wants. Just wrestle with him. I, I've yet to meet a boy on some level who doesn't want to be kind of just um, wrestled. With. I mean, we talk about. My boy, who's in elementary age, middle school guys, high school guys, wrestle with them, be physical with them, play a sport with them. Let them know that you're not um, scared to be hands-on with them, especially even as those middle school boys, like when that BO starts kicking, right? You hold your breath and go in for that more. Um, for girls, it looks a little bit different. You know, for my little girl, we're, she's still into holding hands and kind of cuddling and snuggling a little bit. And so by all means, I'm doing that with her. Um, but listen, if you have a teenage girl, you know that ain't happening, right? I don't go out into uh, Ruthie's world. She's like, hey, Dad, can we hold hands as we walk to the mall? Um, no, no. And so what you, I'm learning, show affection to your older teenage daughters um, by speaking well of them. By speaking value into them, by telling them how beautiful they are and how amazing they are, tell them how gifted they are, and then don't be scared. Don't be scared to hug them. Um, one of the things that I've learned and I'm learning again and again and again, Ruthie needs her dad to hug her. 
And so not in the embarrassing, oh, I mean, sometimes they're just side hugs, sometimes they're quick hugs, but a lot of times it's just me going, hey, Rue, I want you to know by, the, by my physical affection that you were my little girl and you're growing up, but you're still my little girl and I love you. Physical affection is so, so key. And dudes, dads, we stink at this. It doesn't matter that you're a guy. It doesn't matter, well, my dad didn't do it. You need to show your kids physical affection and physical love. They need it, and they need it from you. Definitely. And so displaying affection, uh, again, sounds strange just off the bat, but if you listen in, um, there are some great insights there. And so that leads well into this last one. Number five, don't embarrass your kids in front of their peers. And so displaying affection too much is one way you can do that. And so a date night activity might take you onto your son or daughter's territory. Um, the places where their peers hang out and their friends hang out. And so you might run into some of them. So how do you, uh, how do you remedy that? How do you make it okay? Yeah. Um, I think teasing is okay because you want to show you want to have fun. Uh, embarrassing is not okay. Um, just as a youth pastor, I, I've always told my kids as they go, they're, I'm going to have so much time to embarrass you because you're going to have so many stories. I get the stage. Um, but even though I have that opportunity and you have the opportunity as well, uh, parents, don't, don't do it because it's, the laughter you get from it is not worth the collateral damage it'll do to your relationship. And so that means you need to be very aware of your kid, of your kid's makeup, of their friends. Um, just for example, Monday, uh, I was at a track meet and I was sitting with Ruthie and a bunch of her friends. And so as we sat with Ruthie and a bunch of her friends, we're all kind of teasing and talking back and forth and joking a little bit. But I was very intentional to not run that too far because I don't want to embarrass Ruthie in front of her friends. I don't want her to think, well, I'm not going there again with my dad because my dad will just embarrass me. When I take Mike out and, and he's hanging out with three of his buddies and we're hanging out, I want to have fun with them. I want to enjoy him. I want to tease him a little bit and kind of make him laugh. But I want to make sure I don't do anything to embarrass him so that next time I'm going, hey, dude, do you want to go here with your buddies? I'm like, nah, nah, dad, I don't want to do that. And so um, I know for me, <laughs> just to be honest, I like to joke around. So this is one I have to be very intentional with. Um, but you're on their turf, so treat them with respect. Show them the respect that they need and they deserve, and they will want to spend more and more time with you. You burn that bridge a little bit, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do some work to rebuild it to go back onto their turf. Definitely. And so your kid needs you to be with them, um, but this will only happen if you are intentional about yeah. it. And so uh, if you haven't done this before, even though it may be awkward, it may feel like it's too late, it may feel like they won't want to do this. It is never too late to start that. Yeah. So plan one for your kid today. And so those five things, they were choose something they want to do, communicate, listen, display affection, don't embarrass. Yeah. So we've got these pulled from an article over on homeward.com. You can go check that out. We'll post the link um, for that. And last night we did Insta Hunt with our middle school youth group, which is an awesome cross-town photo scavenger hunt. And so if you'd like to check out some of the pictures from that, you can search on Instagram for the hashtag RockInsta16. So that's R-O-C-K-I-N-S-T-A-1-6. <laughs> and uh, you can see all the pictures from that. And then also for middle schoolers, we want you to get signed up for, well, we want you to sign up your middle schooler for Silver Birch. And so if you'd like to do that, we've got less than two weeks left, I think. May 11th is the deadline for that. So make sure you get signed up for that. You can register online. If you got any questions, let us know. And uh, we'll talk to you soon again. Thanks for listening.